Welcome to Life to the Full, a message to Christians. This is a podcast about the abundant life that God promises in Scripture. We want to inspire those who are frustrated with themselves and their communities to live a transformed life that will impact the world. Our primary purpose is to be a platform that will impact the world through conversation. We want to invite others to connect and unite in curiosity, vulnerability, responsibility. A transformed life is about growth, learning, and evolving. A transformed life leads to transformed communities, and transformed communities impact the world. One conversation at a time. We are in our spring topic of listening and staying curious in our relationships. We've been learning how to ask better questions of the church better questions of the bible and today we're gonna be learning and diving into how to ask better questions of god what episode is this episode 327 three episode three tres for my espanolers out there today we're going to be talking about how to ask better questions of God. Sometimes dealing with God could be like asking for a parking space, hoping we get a job. Mm-hmm. Can someone sick get better? Can the train come in now so I won't be late? Yeah. You know, <laughs> where, you know, we can deal with God kind of like in one hand, like like a Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, this is what I want. Yeah. Or we can go the other way and feel like the only proper way to address God is just like praise, praise, praise. All the time. Like, let me get an eight man. Kind of thing. <laughs> right? Yeah, so what are we talking about? What is, what is this uh, better asking better questions of God? Yeah, it can seem like weird, right? Like, what do you mean, ask better questions of God? Like, how? who am I to question God? Mm. Some people may think that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so this is like possibly a dangerous topic. Uh, but in the spirit of life to the full and, uh, you know, learning to ask better questions in our listening season, as you mm-hmm. said, we want to think about, well, are we really asking God better questions? Are we asking God the best questions that we could be asking? So I'm just going to dive right in. Let's do it. I think the first tip is to not be afraid to argue with God. Ding, 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 ding. Round fight. one. <laughs> not in terms of like fighting. Uh, you're never going to win. Mm. <laughs> but, you know, like and that's not really the point. Right. But I think the point is just to be honest mm. with with our feelings. Mm-hmm. I think if you look Warnable. in the Bible, uh, which is kind of like a story of you know uh, people dealing with God over long periods of time, uh, you can see the struggle, and you can see like Israel coming to grips with the fact that they're about to go into exile. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, most Christians nowadays kind of forget about the exile, and but they're like, but, but why? You mm-hmm. promised this everlasting covenant. Why are we going into exile? And I think as modern Christians, we can tend to sweep that away, right? But we really need to like focus in on that and be like, what, what is there for us to learn there? You know, what are some of the issues I have? What are some of the things I feel that I'm not happy with that I should be engaging God with on a daily basis? Yeah, I also think about, like, we usually argue with those who are closest to us. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, you're in my top three mm-hmm. of people to argue with. And why do we do that? 
because we feel vulnerable a lot of times. We feel very close and it's part of the journey. Yeah. And I know that, I know you mock me a lot, but when I argue with someone, I feel like I become closer and they usually become one of my best friends. Mm, she loves to argue, guys. I do. You know, kind of going back to like episode one, I learned a lot about not being able to express my feelings as a middle schooler to like growing up, being able to know I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that everything's out in the light. Yeah. And I do that because I care about people. Yeah. I'll be honest with you too. This is one of the reasons for me why, uh, Praying in groups can be very, very difficult. Because mm-hmm. for me, my best prayer times with God are like when I'm when I'm angry with mm-hmm. Him, or or I'm sad, mm-hmm. or I don't understand. Mm-hmm. You know, and those are very like personal times, like where like I feel like we're going back and forth. Like mm-hmm. you know, like I'm not hearing any voices or anything. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that wouldn't be okay necessarily, but it's like you know, I'm, I'm saying things and I'm remembering Scripture, and I'm like, I know you say this and you say that. And, I just don't understand, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. that's tip one. Don't be afraid to argue with God. Number two is wrestle with God or have chutzpah, like the <laughs> old patriarchs of old. That's what they were known for. Chutzpah is an, like a, I believe it's a Yiddish Hebrew word, which means shameless audacity or impudence. Yeah. You know, there's the old like Hebrew legend that, you know, no one could go into the Holy, the holy of Holies and the original tent of meeting, the original tabernacle, right? But if Abraham was alive when the tent of me- when the tent of meeting, when the tabernacle, whatever it was, uh, was around, that he would have been able to walk right in whenever he wanted, mm-hmm. because he had this special relationship with God, right? Where he could have done that. You have Abraham, Isaac, right? Jacob. Jacob's name means deceiver, mm-hmm. right? His name was changed to Israel, which literally means to wrestle with God. Yes. You know, he has wrestled with God and men overcome. And uh, you just go through Moses. Moses spoke to God one, like, like one face to face, right? And so these great men of the Bible, although highly flawed in so many ways, yeah. that's what they were known for is being, you know, having that relationship with God where like not in a disrespectful way, mm-hmm. you know, but in a way that like it was really like a real relationship. Right. And the third tip is don't be afraid to be uncertain. You mean during COVID-19? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like in just everything. I think we have, at least in my tradition, uh, even more so in, in uh, the Catholic tradition that I grew up in, <clears throat> we are very afraid of false doctrine. We're, we're afraid of thinking the wrong things, of knowing the wrong things, of being taught the wrong things. And I think that there is a lot of mystery that we've lost when it comes to our relationship with God and the Bible. Uh, what do you think of when you think of exploration? Hmm. Discovery. Does that get you excited? Absolutely. So when you go on vacation... Mm-hmm. Do you like it when I have like our itinerary planned I out? I hate it. Where we're waking up at oh, 6 a.m. and we're getting ready to do this adventure. Why? And then we have to rush because we don't want to miss the boat to go to this place. It's like anxiety attack. Well, why? Because why? <laughs> why does that drive you so crazy? It drives me nuts because that's what I do for a living. Because <laughs> <laughs> you want to discover, right? You don't want things to be all like planned out for you. You don't want to know necessarily where you're going. You want Remember that time Bermuda? Uh-huh. Where we uh, 
<laughs> I wanted to walk, and you guys thought I was crazy, so we ended up taking out this rickety, oh, the bus. The rickety old bus. Yeah. But in taking this bus, we actually didn't end up taking the bus to where we wanted to go. Mm-hmm. We ended up finding a beach. Yeah, that little beach was so cool. I did something very courageous. Uh, do you remember what I yeah, did? Yeah, I remember what you did. We're going to leave it out for the podcast. Uh, this is a family show. No, I'm kidding. She you know, had fun. We, we changed into our bathing suits right there at a the beach. We went right into the water. Uh, I felt like we were the only ones in the, the whole island. We found uh, an amazing restaurant that was right on the water, mm-hmm. right? We found this beach that only like really locals know yeah. while we were trying to follow my itinerary. And then we gave up and we had the joy and the pleasure of discovery. Yeah. I think, you know, here we are 2,000 years or so from Jesus when he, his ministry, about 2,000 years from the writings of the apostles mm-hmm. and all that stuff, uh, even longer separation from some of the things written in the Old Testament. And we have thousands of years, hundreds of years of us thinking about this stuff and considering these things. And I think um, a lot of us can feel like there are no big questions anymore to wrestle with. This has been figured out for me. I've been handed the answers. You know, when someone asks me a question about God, a question about the Bible, I need to be able to turn to the answer right away instead of embracing some of the questions. I think a lot of times in us thinking that we know everything about that there is to know about God, we lose some of the mystery. We lose some of the joy of discovery. And I think that's something that I want to talk about, how we can reclaim that. Here are some ideas I have that people can do right now to try and reclaim some of that, you know, just relationship with God. Mm-hmm. That one-on-oneness. Number one, this is in your notes. But number one is uh, seeking out solitude. Good exercise is um, silence. Yeah. So can you talk about uh, your practice of silence that you do every day? Yeah, that's funny. It's been a you know crazy few days mm-hmm. with the death of my aunt. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I know that you're always telling me, hey, make sure you're taking care of yourself. Shower before you go to the office, mm-hmm. you know. Um, For all of our sakes. Yes. I know. I mean, it's quarantine, but well, you don't have to. But um, <laughs> today, I woke up earlier than usual, about like 5.30. And uh, I couldn't wait to go sit in the sofa and just sit and stare outside the window. Usually what I do is I open the curtain and I just allow that time just to be, good morning, God. What's in for today? But it's been a while since I had done that. And when there's solitude, there's there's some comfortability mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's expected. And there's tons of thoughts that kind of run through. It doesn't mean that I'm being a monk and I think of nothing. But there is comfort and uncertainty because the truth is we don't know what's going to happen. I know we keep saying 
in these uncertain times from those who are listening to the podcast and not the video, I am putting quotation marks. Everything is uncertain. We're not in control of anything. We're not in control of anyone else. Yeah. Were you choking up on that part that you like to remind me? Uh huh. <laughs> it's my headache. <laughs> mm-hmm. For a steamroller. <laughs> Shout out to Parks and Rec fans out there. For a steamroller, I don't mind being reminded that I'm not in control of people. As far as my practice, going into a solitude place doesn't necessarily have to mean that I'm going on a hike. Right. Or I need to be home alone. Right. If I want to be alone, I get up earlier. Right. And uh, Or stay up later. That's you, right? Uh-huh. And uh, so I love it. And so it's great that you asked me that today because it felt really sweet today. Today was, usually I'm not a fan of rainy, cloudy days. And today I woke up earlier than before and it was just this open a curtain. And usually, you know, especially when I have like nightmares, it's kind of, it's kind of like, Oh, Father, it's like crazy thoughts, but I'm here. I'm with you, and it's great. It's awesome. It is. Yeah, so making sure you're – I think that's the first way is to seek out times of solitude and silence Mm -hmm. and not – and resisting the temptation to fill those with things. Like screens, like our cell phones, iPads, tablets, computers – or even like with books. Like, no, it, before my Bible, before I open my journal, yeah. it's 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 really just a time for me to sit. Nice. And stare at the window and listen to God sing to me through the birds. That that's what they do. They yeah. sing to me, and it's just my time. Like yeah. it's my own private show. And that can be that can be hard for a lot of people just to sit in the silence, sit with their own thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's the first thing you can do. That's something anyone can do today. Listening to this, just find a time. Uh, I think five minutes is a great place to start. Five yeah. to ten minutes. And be gentle with yourself. I mean, yeah. you may have a lot of thoughts on day one, but that's what's called practice. Yep, it's a practice of silence and solitude. Um, there are great resources in there if you kind of want. If you, you know, another word for this could be meditation. Mm-hmm. Right, it's kind of a word that we've used today. I would like to recommend, um, what's it called? It's that app, Headspace. Oh, Headspace is great. Um, if you're totally like freaked out by the idea of just sitting mm. and sitting with your thoughts and meditating and what that is, they usually have like some type of a free trial. And there'll be a link to that in uh, the show notes as well. It's uh, 10 days. Yep. 10 days, 10 minutes of meditation. 10 days, 10 minutes of meditation. That's, I think that's enough to kind of give you like, like a good structure. Mm-hmm. On your own to kind of like figure all that out. And we can handle 10 days. It's not <clears throat> like it's 30 days. 30 days is overwhelming. 30 days can be overwhelming. Just even starting today. Just finding a time for solitude and silence. That's that's one thing you can do. The second thing you can do, and this takes a little bit more work, is going for a walk with God. Mm-hmm. Right? So this that's might... you, baby. This is definitely me. This could be maybe if you have a dog at home. Maybe this is when you take the dog. Oh. <clears throat> if you don't, maybe this is where you just take yourself. Uh, you definitely don't bring someone with you who uh, likes to use walking time as talking time. AKA your wife. <laughs> AKA for me, that would be my wife. 
Yep, especially if I want to watch even a movie in silence. Uh, I need to watch those movies when my wife is asleep. Because uh, uh, what what's going on here? What's happening? I've learned how to ask better questions. You have. You have. <laughs> through this process. But just taking a walk on your own, um, you know, I, I do take several walks a day. I kind of use them for my breaks. Yeah. Because uh, I do have the luxury of usually working from home. Um, so, but with that, you know, a lot of them I do take a podcast or an mm-hmm. audiobook, uh, but I try and reserve one a day where that's just me walking with God, mm-hmm. right? And I walk in silence. In the I'm, cool of the day? I'm there with my thoughts, exactly. He walked mm-hmm. in the cool of the day, just like uh, in Genesis. Um, and just taking that time out to just make sure that you're spending that time just with God, you're walking, um, and you're just talking to Him, you're just dwelling in your thoughts, dwelling on the things that are on your brain or on your heart. Yeah. 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 And I know for a lot of people who feel like they don't have the time to do that. So a question, a good question to ask yourself is like, am I going to wrestle with people or should I wrestle with God? Right. And see which one, um, will be more beneficial to you. Mm-hmm. And even in meditation or in solitude, you will wrestle with God. You, the questions that you have that make you angry, you will ask in those moments. Yeah. Yeah, meditation is, uh, in silence and solitude, I, I feel like it's something that's even worthy of like an episode in itself. Mm-hmm. Or like a how-to video or something maybe for a future project. Yes, please write down any of your practices and mm-hmm. what you do. That will be great to share with the community. So we have silence and solitude, practice of meditation. We have going for walks mm-hmm. with God. Now, uh, I just a word of caution here. I think when a lot of people hear like taking a walk with God, they hear like a prayer walk. And I'm not necessarily saying it's a bad idea. Right. But I think like in just in terms of like where we are with our prayer life, mm-hmm. you know, I think just learning to have a relationship with God, like like He's an actual person, is different than like just being like you know Father God, thank you so much for yeah. being so amazing, so perfect, and. Here, here are the things that I want. Here are the things I want to see change. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name. Because you always have to say in Jesus' name, right? Otherwise, you know, the email doesn't get to God somehow. And then you say amen to make sure you hit send. I mean more of like actual have like, you know, if I had that relationship with my wife, that would be very awkward. Yeah. If we sat down at breakfast and I was like, Patty, thank you so much for being my wife. You're so amazing. Yeah. You're so beautiful. I'm so yeah. grateful that we're here today having this breakfast. I mean, I wouldn't mind I, having those kind of And then I would be like, what I would really like <laughs> is if you would stop leaving your clothes all around uh, in the morning. For There's a video up. on that on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and leaving, leaving stuff out of the kitchen. Thank you so much. Uh, you know, in, um, in our marriage's name, I pray. I say this to you. <laughs> in our marriage's name, I say this to you. Uh, goodbye. And then I, I didn't talk to her for the rest of the day. That'd be like not really a relationship. No. But instead, in a relationship, you you argue, you disagree, mm-hmm. you you have moments where you're just so happy and you're mm-hmm. you're laughing and you know you're just enjoying each other's company. I think learning to do that, it's really scary for a lot of people. It's scary for me. You know, mm-hmm. when I get out of this practice, then I have to get back into it because a lot of times, like being busy, busy, busy is a way of keeping us from really focusing on the big questions in life. Mm-hmm. Or reflecting. Yeah, or questions. reflecting on uh, the things that, are, that really matter to us. Mm-hmm. And God is there. God's waiting. Yeah. So for me, like I try and seek out parks uh, near my house that I can just get to just from walking out my door. 
Uh, for you, maybe it's, you know, hey, maybe the only time you have is like from when the train doors open to when you, after you take that 15, 10 minute walk to your job, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that's your time, mm-hmm. you know, leave your headphones in if that blocks out some of the noise, you know, uh, don't be picky. Just try and find times where you could just walk and just dwell with God and your thoughts and in your feelings. Yeah, I will, I will add to that practicing his existence, that he's here. Just see what that is. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're here. I'm here. Yeah. We're here. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So we have silence and solitude meditation. We have taking uh, walks with God. Uh, the third one takes a little bit more of planning, but I definitely highly recommend this for everyone to do this at least once a season, if not more, and that is just going on a trip, <laughs> going somewhere uh, with God, mm-hmm. uh, just to just to be with Him and to think about these things and to enjoy uh, some time with Him. So this is something that I, I try and do. Um, I probably don't do it every season like I want to. That's kind of like my goal. For a while, my goal was like once a month, and then like you know that got a little bit too much. Yes, it did. You know, but I would love to do that too. So, um, so basically, that doesn't necessarily need to be overnight. It just means some place that you drive to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the best places to do this are to be in the outdoors, to be in the wilderness. You know, this was pointed out to me in uh, Bruce Filler's book, Walking the Bible that it's curious that God did not give uh, his Torah or his law, his instructions to the Israelites in Jerusalem, right? He gave them to him in the wilderness because God's law doesn't belong or God's words don't belong to any one people group. They belong to all of us. Mm -hmm. And it's in these wild wilderness places that the prophets were always brought, right? Jesus was brought, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and I think we're called as well to be seeking out these places. So maybe it's a, a day hike. Maybe it's, it's an overnight camping trip if you want to up your game. I think that deserves its own series of episodes, maybe some maybe some videos on how to do that, how to plan that out. And uh, I think it's important for everybody. I know there can be some safety concerns um, that women might have. Yeah, I uh... You know, being in nature, um, I know we are going to continue to plug in the Bible Project, the series on Tree of Life. Mm-hmm. Such a great series where it could literally be go across your park or find a tree. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there are many places for those who are in Staten Island, even big cities. Big cities, they, they are trees in big cities. <laughs> And there are benches, and it could be that that simple to sit in a bench near a tree, uh, to really stop and just reflect on asking God better questions. What is my purpose? If you feel you don't have time, why is it that you don't have time? God, what is something that I'm not seeing here? And ask him those big questions, and if Time and energy is one that you are saying you lack. Ask them how and why, and to show you, um, to 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 give you a better light mm-hmm. on those questions. Yeah, absolutely. When I was going through some of my uh, hardest times in my life, you know, I had a little dog. Uh, she's no longer with us, unfortunately. 
Um, she has passed, but, uh, you know, it was just me and my dog. We would get in my car. We would go out to the woods, the mountains. We would do these little overnight trips in my tent. And I just kind of like spent time out there just, you know, looking at myself, looking at my life, looking at my relationship with God, talking with him, walking with him. And in those extended periods of time, especially when you're focused, you're not bringing a book, you're not bringing a device to watch your shows, right? TikTok. Yeah, you're keeping your headphones out of your ear for periods of time, like where you're not being distracted just by information overload. Uh, you quickly run out of those standard prayers, like, God, thank you so much. I love you so much. You know, like these just words. And it becomes more of like a relationship. Right. Like I can even remember walking um, in the Adirondacks, one of my favorite places. I was up in, um, I think they're called the Gothics. And I just found like all these like cool little like side trails. And just like I found myself just being like, wow, look at that waterfall. Isn't that really cool? And I'd be saying that and I'd be like, oh, wow, I'm like, I'm actually talking to someone I can't see. Maybe I should be worried. Maybe I'm, I'm, you know, going a little crazy. But it just felt, it just felt right. It just felt like this was actual time that, you know, I was setting aside uh, single, no, no wife, no kids. Uh, my job was uh, mostly working for myself at that point, so I had a lot of time of freedom to kind of take this time out. You know, very, very grateful for that unique, unique time in lives, right? When you have all that freedom to kind of just get up and go and do whatever you want. But just taking advantage of that. And now as a, a married man, right, with the different things that we do, it can be a little bit more challenging. But luckily, my wife is very supportive. And so she lets me go out and do these things every now and then. So, um, you know, if you have a spouse or you have children, different obligations, it'd be a good time to have some of these conversations. To try and carve out some time to have these little solo trips with just you and God by yourself. This crucial or this time that you're talking about as a single man it may sound that you were just this little single punk kid but the truth is you actually went through a divorce yes yes i did and so we're not talking something light that you had all the time in the world you you chose to do this you mm -hmm. took the time you made decisions to retrieve from the city to go and wrestle with God and ask those questions that I'm sure were not easy. Alright, so we have, you know, every day seeking out your time of silence and solitude, trying to go for, uh, you know, at least daily, like, walks with God uh, every season or so just trying to carve out some time to uh, you know be out there with God uh, on these solo trips and uh, you know this is different I think than the way most people feel like spending time with God I think when most people think of spending time with God they're they're doing something <laughs> they're reading a book about God they're reading a Bible you know or they're uh, they're journaling which are all great things. I think like when you do even these solo trips, you should take your Bible with you and you should take a journal, you know, but just having these times like where all that stuff is just stripped away and you're kind of just left with you and God and asking together some of those big questions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, 
it is different for a lot of people and it, you're the one who taught me that <laughs> I believe it was our first year of marriage where I was like why won't you have your quiet time with me <laughs> I said listen if you wanted to have tea together and let's pull out our Bibles and read it and go mmm mm, while we while we're sitting there early in the morning you should have married your roommate <laughs> The lesson of that is that everyone is different. Yes. And it's a personal relationship with God. I know we're giving tips on what has helped us. And what we're really, the tip is really more on practicing quietness. In our, in our, um, in our tradition, we call these moments quiet times. And what we, we want to push the needle on or challenge it's to really practice God's existence and to really practice letting go of what we want to aka check off the list read a verse a journal done move on and just imagine how that will feel with your spouse well I read something with you we pray together we have a great marriage. That's not going to happen. <laughs> right. And uh, so what makes a great marriage is a great relationship. Mm-hmm. And a relationship that's founded and, and rooted in our personal relationship with God. And the closer we are to God, the closer we are to understanding that we're co-creators with God, the more value we add to our loved ones. The more rich our conversations are, the more in tune you are to listen to your spouse. And I'm telling myself that, right? (laughs) When he doesn't see eye to eye. And as we talked about, I believe, in episode one, it's standing in the middle of the two sides of the coin and uh, getting this quote-unquote filling your cup first it's mm-hmm. filling yourself with God's spirit with what he's revealing to you in those quiet times mm-hmm. and the less we say the less we do 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 yep. the more he fills us that's great. Awesome. So just to recap our first our points uh, for this episode, don't be afraid to argue with God, uh, wrestle with God, have chutzpah, like the uh, prophets and patriarchs of old. Uh, don't be afraid to be uncertain. Uh, it is not about knowledge. It is not about knowing everything. It is about an experience. It is about having a relationship. Uh, some practicals we gave is seek out silence and solitude or meditation. Just times like where you're alone with God in your thoughts. Try and take walks with him on a daily basis where it's just you and him. No podcasts, no music. And the third tip is once a season, every three months or so, try and do some type of solitary trip whether it's just a day trip somewhere in nature or an overnight trip 
And, uh, you know, we'll have more resources and tips for planning out your own in our podcasts or videos to come. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And please let us know in the comments on our blog at www.ysuperstars.com slash life to the full podcast. You see the show notes and let us know which ones of the three tips you're going to do. Maybe for you, it's like, you know what? I'm due for a trip or I like the idea to sit by a park and just solitude. So let us know what you're going to be doing this week. Uh, or what we, you're planning to do in the months you, to come. Or planning. Any questions, reach out to us um, via our website. We'd love to hear from you. Next episode, we're going to be talking about as a leader of a church or a volunteer leader, how do you ask better questions? Awesome. See you guys next week. All right. Adios, muchachas. Y muchachos.